What if we made our own summer camp? It's deranged. No counselors. It's brilliant. No rules. We need an adult to pull it off. I'm an adult. Thank you very much. Technically. And no parents. She'd be gone for eight weeks? Yes! Camp Nowhere. They've conned their parents. Hi, Mom. Yeah, this is Arnold. Yes! They've paid off the authorities. You're a little short. Oh, you're a little fat. And they bought all the supplies. Nice one, guys. Everything about how you're gonna get it inside. Or the chainsaw! Hey, everybody. It's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy. And this week, it's a non-canonical adventure of JD and Randy. First of many. The first of many, as we take a little break in this summertime of 2021. Yes, we decided to watch some summer-esque movies for the next, well, indeterminate amount of weeks. Let's yes, put let's put it this way, that way. We're doing what <laughs> every man on the internet with a podcast does and waxes nostalgic over movies they saw as a kid. Well, for the most part, I don't know if I saw all of them, but the one of the ones we watched, we decided to start with a movie from 1994 called Camp Nowhere, which I think I actually did see when it came out. This film was directed by Jonathan Prince, mm -hmm. directed by Andrew Kurtzman and Elliot Wald, and stars Christopher Lloyd, yes. Jonathan Jackson, mm -hmm. and features the film debut of Jessica Alba, mm. and the origins of at least two cultists. But we'll get to that one in a little bit. So, the plot of Camp Nowhere is... It's a it's the 1990s and you're a kid and you don't want to go to camp. So you convince your parents to send you to a camp of your own making and you and your friends get together to scheme to make it happen. And they scam a thousand bucks per parent. Was it a thousand? I thought it was three thousand. Was it three thousand? I wasn't paying that close attention to the money. As I think it was because they end up spending a lot of it on stupid crap because, you know, kids, you know. I think that's what it was, but... Uh, is that way, why IMDb recommends Blank Check as a follow-up <laughs> to this movie? Blank Check isn't quite like this one. This one is just, let's just take an idea and let's run with it as best as we can. And that's pretty much what the entire movie is. They find uh, Christopher Lloyd, who's an ex-drama teacher, to be their... I want to say Patsy, but he's in on it, so not really. They blackmail <laughs> him, but he's also a grifter, and he learns to be a better human being and to love. Yeah, he's not children and other women, <laughs> adult, other adult women, but yeah. Yeah, this was made in the nineties, not in the two thousands. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and unlike its counterparts that would have been made in the eighties, it's not as sexy as you think. They're actually like twelve year olds. They're actually yeah, actual teenagers are playing actual teenagers. This was the first period where that became an occurrence. Before we had the Disney Channel and that dumbed that down further, but this was that I guess for lack of a better word, golden era where kids were playing kids. And they actually got to star in movies about kids. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's the best so, JD, time. have you ever been to a summer camp? I've never actually been to a have summer Have you ever camp. been to a sleepaway camp? Uh, I've never been to a sleepaway camp or a cheerleader camp, if that's where you're going. No, actually, because the technical term for a uh, for a summer camp where you sleep away at it is called a sleepaway camp. I've been to actual camp, as in gone camping, and even with other people, including the, uh, the Cubs, but I've never actually been to a summer camp situation i have basically when i was a kid only i never went to any summer camps like that just the mm -hmm. uh, community oriented ones yeah. as well as um 
Well, camping out in the woods, yeah, in, in, mm-hmm. a, in a hunting cabin, or the one time in, in elementary school where they brought us to one of these Boy Scout locations with the camps. So yeah. that was the closest experience to this. I think this may have been more of an American uh, thing than a uh, Canadian thing. I think it's more of a Actually, suburban thing because... In... Let's, let's rephrase that. More of a my parents have moolah sort of thing. I guess. I don't really and, know. And less of a latchkey kid. It might be like a, a more of a California thing because there was a lot of movies like this at the time. Like there were, we were talking before about Heavyweights, which is another camp movie, which they kind of have the same sort of beginning where they're trying to sell the parents the camp by playing videos, talking about the camp and all this. And I was just wondering, is this what it's what, what it was like? Because I honestly don't know, but I've seen it in a bunch of movies. So I guess it was an idea a lot of people used for movies because it came up quite a bit. And I'm pretty sure it'll come up again in another one of these ones we watch. I so. know there was one that people liked with Shelley Long in it, but I don't remember what that one was called. Oh, is that Beverly Hills Troop? Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's, Troop that's, Beverly Hills or something. That's the infamous one she did. Because, yeah. Uh, she left cheers for that, if I'm not mistaken. She thought she was going to make it big on a big screen, and it didn't work out. because she's Will we cover him. that movie? Who knows? <laughs> we cover pretty much anything on here. So, with that said, J.D., What's your general impressions of this movie now that we've waxed poetic about our childhoods? Well, I haven't seen it since. I'm pretty sure I actually did see it when it came out in theater because I do remember a lot of the movie, especially that stinger at the end. Uh, so it's pretty much exactly what I remember it being, actually. Pretty much the same. I remember seeing it once, not paying full attention to it. So yeah, it basically is what I remember it from when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. And it very much is just the movie of this type from this era. With these type of actors. Well, look. You look at the cover. You look at the title. You look at the description. That's the movie. Yeah. The highlight of the movie, <laughs> though. I, I have it. to say that the highlight of the movie would be is always Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. He's always a pleasure from Schizoid to Back to the Future to this. Mm-hmm. He is great. Yes. He gets to play a drama teacher, so he gets to actually play different characters as his character in comedic fashion. And he does a pretty good job. In a very... Um, Ernest P. Whirl yeah. sort of way. He plays a bunch of different characters. It's actually very earnest. It's uh, kind of surprising, actually. A little Jim Varney in there, I think. There, there was a little Jim Varney in there. Um, <laughs> but it was welcome. Jim Varney-ing it up. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like I said, surprised at the lack of creepiness. No, uh... yeah, like I said, it's pretty much exactly what I remember it being. Um, it's about kids being kids on summer vacation. And that's what it is. And doing whatever they want, and doing whatever they want was surprisingly wholesome. Yeah. Even if it was just like, we're having a bunch of different little wars, and hide-and-seek in the dark, and watching Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, is it. It's very much like, you can tell it was made in 1994, and that's not to its detriment, that's actually to its, uh, to its strength. You watch it like, oh yeah, that's what it was like back then, yeah. Pretty much. And that's probably the strength of the movie, is that... Uh, if you, if you look at the description and you say, I wonder if this is worth watching, then yes, it probably is, because it's exactly what it says on the tin. And if you like these sorts of movies, um, then you probably would like it. Though, I, I guess maybe if you weren't alive at the time, and you don't really like watching these sorts of movies, you probably won't get anything out of it. So I guess there's always that. Yeah, I, I think that might be my, my low light for the mo- film. Because mm-hmm. you, you said that it's the tone is great mm-hmm. and all that. My low light for the film is that it's very much a 
article of its time, uh, yeah. and that if you're um, if you're watching this and you don't have the nostalgia glasses on, or you don't you have the alive of it, at the time. if you weren't alive at the time, or or this wasn't your era, you might and you were a parent watching it with a kid, it might be okay. But if you're watching it as an adult on your own, and you've never saw it before and didn't live it for that time. You're probably going to be you're, like, what? You're, you're, yeah, <laughs> what it's, is this? it's very much just of its time. <laughs> yep. And that's really is the major low light of the film. That It's not really that exciting, but yeah. it's exciting for kids. Yeah, yeah. like I said, uh, when we're watching these ones, too, we, well, we also have to keep in mind a lot of these are made for younger audiences, so... Like, we also have to talk about it for younger audiences. Yeah, it's like, this movie people. would be fine if you have kids and you want to watch it. There's nothing objectionable in it. Not really at all, But uh, what's your low light? It's kind of surprising. Um, yeah, it's probably just that. If you're not into this sort of thing, you probably won't get anything out of it. But uh, I have a problem watching sort the sort of thing objectively because I just see it for what it is. Yeah, so exactly. It's, uh, it's kind of difficult. Let's put it this way, though. It's like uh, a lot of the movie, whenever Christopher Lloyd wasn't on the screen and it was just the kids being kids, I just kind of annoyed it, but I ignored it. Mm -hmm. But then when uh, Christopher Lloyd and uh, Wendy McKenna playing Dr. Claire... Celeste, sorry, Celeste Dunbar. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, good. There's some adults in this movie. It's okay. Of, it's kind of funny how uh, watch this. Kids probably related to kids, and now we're adults probably relate to the adults. So it's, I guess it kind of works on that level. So Yeah. It's kind of impressive that it does that. But... So uh, before we give the, the ratings, mm -hmm. I, I guess we should talk about the peculiarity <laughs> of this film. Yeah, you might as well mention why you mentioned two cultists. What was that? So, uh, and also the... Um, Surprising coincidence at the end. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> uh, so at the end of the movie, in order to um, cover up the crimes of the main boy character who mm. came up with all this whole grift on the parents, yeah. Christopher Lloyd claims that he's actually a cult cult leader and that he's trying to groom them. Uh, yep. And, of course, that's all fake. But I bring this up because, in a strange coincidence, this movie features two famous cult members. <laughs> um, the first one being... Andrew Keegan, who founded the, uh, in 2014, mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just trying to find the name of the, the thing, the Full Circle Spiritual Center in Los Angeles, um, Venice specifically, mm -hmm. and it's a cult, yeah. a new agey cult, uh, that would eventually get raided by the police for, of all things, brewing kombucha without a license, and then they would close down in 2017. The weird part about that is he said it's 2014. It's literally 20 years almost to the day after this movie. And then the other one who's actually a little bit more famous, mm -hmm. the uh, the beautiful Allison Mack, who would mm. later go on to be a co-founder and uh, one of the key mm. monsters in the, the um, NXIVM cult, uh, yeah. where they would brand people and have people killed. And yeah... So it's a really weird thing. It's kind of a weird tie to this movie, considering you wouldn't think it would have anything to do with it, but considering it had two people who would go on to be cults and it had that weird explanation at the end, it's uh, kind of worth bringing up, even though it is strange. Yeah, she's uh, in an unre unrelated news. Uh, Alison Mack is currently waiting for her sentencing this June is under house arrest. <sighs> That's bizarre stuff. So anyway, Randy, what... Would you rate this movie? Three. It's a perfectly fine movie to watch with the kids. Yeah, I'd go with three as well. It's it's a perfectly solid family movie. As long as you don't sit down and talk to your children about sex trafficking and uh, conspiracy. Uh, as long as you don't bring murder. up the weird twists they wouldn't possibly know about. <laughs> yeah, just 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 don't talk about about a lot of the weirdness around the the leads. At least uh, the main character Joshua Jackson went on to do a lot of things. Yeah, 
you can look uh, you can look up a lot of the the people in this. Some of them just went on to be actors. Some of them just left. The yeah, industry. and like I said, this mm. is the uh, infamous for the film debut of Jessica Alba, yeah. who originally was just an extra, and then a principal got sick or injured, so she got a couple of more lines, and that kind of got her moved up a little bit in yeah. the rating in the rankings on the movie. Yeah, because uh, she appeared in a few other things a couple of years later than this, but this was her first real big break. So yeah, that's pretty much, I guess, all we really got about this one. There's not a whole lot else to say. Yeah, there's nowhere to go and nothing to do, so uh, yeah, I guess we'll go to camp. <laughs> camp Nowhere. We're going to play that song, are we? The credit song? I, I know you. You're probably going to play the credit song. <laughs> probably. So uh, with that, this was another exciting edition of the non-canonical adventures of J.D. and Randy. And we'll see you next time for another summer movie. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. They're writing their own ticket for the summer of their lives. Letters home to your parents so they don't get suspicious. Don't worry, Mom. Write me. We won't be playing with caps or sparklers. Check this out. We've had some reports of a gang of unruly kids in the area. You know anything about that? Oh, no, officer, I... This summer... What's the phone number of that camp? We are so screwed. All the parents want a parents' day, so we'll give them a parents' day. The nerds are here. At Camp Nowhere. What kind of omelet is that? Popcorn. Breakfast of champions. Kids rule. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Camp Nowhere. Try rubbing them together. What if we can't get going? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Thank God. That was close. Yeah.